0: you get this number don't you know he's listening the 13 he's here you have entered the 13 a place where real stories about music touring and the beyond are told music does something to us we all experience it in our own way it can affect our senses transport us through time and release emotions On this podcast, we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond. What does the beyond mean? Let's find out together. Turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to The 13. I'm your host, Ryan13, and today we're joined by my good buddy, Ted Childers, and he's also a freaking author. I have a friend who's an author. And it's an author of a children's book called I'm a Little Otter. It's fantastic. I actually got a misprint. I'm really happy about it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, Ted? Welcome to the 13. I'm good, brother. How are you? Man, I'm doing okay. You know, it's a wonderful Saturday. You and I are going to jump on the Expanding Reality podcast tomorrow, and I'm excited for that. And ever, just so everybody knows, we just kind of wanted to do a test, and I said, screw it. Let's record it. So <laughs> All right. I had yeah. to
1: turn some stuff off so you can see me, but yeah, are...
0: well, I could say, you know, I could see it, it was fine. It there was just a little glare from the, the awesome razor neon you got back there. Yeah. Tomorrow it's going to have 13 under it. So yeah, supporting Ryan. Ryan 13, razor 13. Let's do it. I love it. Thank you. Um, so let's, what inspired you to write a children's book? Cause guys, a little background on Ted you know, he's a fucking awesome human being, but the first thing I would think of if he was going to write something would not necessarily be a children's book.
1: No. The first question I get asked every single time, is it child appropriate?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. And then the second question is,
1: is it spelled right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. So what inspired you to, to, to do it? Um, Okay, so the
1: story behind the whole thing is we were we we're on a boat, right? Um, you've seen my boat. Oh Go yeah, I know. Lake. I live about a mile from the lake right here, and we have some friends that's always out with us. And I made this stupid little song up. Um, that's actually on the last page <laughs> of the book, and the song kind of turned into. Oh, yeah us making more than the song and then it turned into a story and then they were like, so you should write a book about it. So yeah. What's, what's really going to be interesting is we talked about this a while back. I want to know what other people's version of the song is.
0: Yeah. Cause you, yeah, you sang it to me and, uh, and now that's, now that's the version in my head. Like That's how I sing it when I read it. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to hear other people cover it. You Know, like, even put music to it, grab a guitar, and yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and that's something you could do. You could like throw a contest out there or something, be like, I just want to, you know, whoever I don't know, whoever writes the cool, I don't know, but, but see, then here's <laughs> anyway. Something it would just be cool to have hear people's ideas, and you could put that out on the old interwebs. Yeah, see, you know, I've
1: sold cool. 51 copies as of today.
0: <clears throat> oh, nice, which is not a lot. No, well, that's. Dude, that's better than anything I've ever sold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, um,
1: I have a goal in my head. First, to get paid back from doing it. Sure. And then second, you know, to kind of see where it goes. Yeah. And the first goal was 50 copies. Well,
0: all right. All right.
1: So I made that yesterday, day before yesterday. I sold fifty copies. I was like super stoked. Oh shit! Yeah. I sold fifty copies. I'm like halfway to my, you know, ultimate goal. Yeah. And hit the first one. And um, yeah. See where it goes. As long as I get paid back, and you know, for the money that I invested in it. And then I took a long time doing it. The first one because it, if you can see up here, yeah, this is the second book already already done. That's oh, cool. the painting for it. Awesome. Uh, The book's already written. The um, uh, the lady already has a copy of it that does my artwork for that book. Okay. And
0: is it the same, the same, the same lady here?
1: Yes, Iliam. Okay. She is. She's cool. She's from Pakistan. She uh is a single mother and you know does this stuff to feed her family.
0: And it's awesome. Well, she's a great artist.
1: Yeah. It's all computer animated stuff, you know. I mean, she doesn't actually paint it, but I don't care.
0: No, that's, yeah, no, it's fantastic, dude. That's great.
1: What's crazy is I was looking for an artist, and um, for the original book, I'm a little otter. And, and I mean no disrespect for people in the United States by saying this, but she got it done in three days. Oh, wow. And it was a couple of hundred bucks. Yeah. And she put that entire book together everything. She oh, put wow. the words where they go, the the back cover, everything was her doing. She sent it to me like that.
0: Yeah, that's great. Wow.
1: I, uh, before I hired her, I, I talked to another guy and this dude was like, yeah, I'll do your cover for it. Um, it'll be 1200 bucks for the cover and then we'll decide every other page inside it. Wow. That's,
0: I was like, that's... uh, no, yeah, the, the guy who's uh, redesigning the 13 logo, because the the logo back here is mm-hmm. just the Razor 13 logo, because this was this was a temporary show. I was only going to do five episodes, so I just was like, oh, I'll just use the Razor 13 logo. It's the Ryan 13 logo. Anyway, the guy who made that, he's making me a new one that's similar, but it's more personal to me. It's it's the Ryan 13 logo, the 13 logo, something that's not Razor 13. Anyway, wh- he's a artist for a profession. That's what he does all the time i've known him for 30 years um but anyway he he was like all right man i've known you for a long time so i don't want to like rape you and i was like well thank you i appreciate that you know <laughs> so and we came to we came to a deal and he came to a, a really good deal a, a bro deal if you will he was like i charge so much more <laughs> i charge so much more for the my art pieces than this I'm like, well, you know, charge me what you you know. He's like, no, I'd feel bad. (laughs) Like, well, good. You know, I
1: (laughs) I never thought about it. I'm as as a primary hobby, as you can see, I do artwork. That's true. And um, the book kind of came about as happenstance of the song, but I did this painting. Okay. Actually, it was another painting almost exactly like it. Okay. And It wouldn't fit in the frame that I had, so I just redid the painting and trashed the other painting. Okay. Wow. So I paint on glass, which is super weird. I go to to, um, Goodwill and just buy crappy pictures at Goodwill with glass in it and a frame. And then I take the crappy picture out. And make your – and paint on it. Yeah, paint on the glass. And then I entered a few into a a local art competition. this place called the Art Center here, and for performance and fine arts here in Ardmore. Yeah, and I didn't make it in, and they wrote me a—I'm going to say crappy, They wrote me a letter back saying that uh, my framing wasn't up to par for their standards, and I need to have more imagination. Wow! Wow! Yeah, wow. and that painting is the one that I entered.
0: Really? Yeah well go snooty tooty off on your own little foodie dude what the hell i mean <laughs> yeah but
1: what he doesn't know is i've done seven painting carrie kept carrie wanted to keep this one yeah. and i've done seven or eight paintings so far and i have sold every one of them
0: oh yeah i believe it
1: and i wouldn't have that one if she wouldn't have wanted to keep it because i had a buyer for that one too
0: i love I love the idea of painting on glass. What And because, you know, well, you know what I do for for a living. Uh, what kind of paint are you using? Um, Just an acrylic. Just an acrylic. Oh, that's cool. Nothing fan. That that goes on fine and it doesn't sh- smear any. I mean, I'm well, sure it the does. The great
1: thing about glass as a medium is if you hate it, you take a razor blade and just, it's gone. Or go take yeah. it to the kitchen sink and wash it off and start over. Yeah,
0: bath. yeah. Okay. or if you
1: mess you know if you mess up the head you just erase it by and head it and it's not like paper where you have to erase and erase and erase and erase yeah. and it's still there
0: yeah so yeah. painting on glass is is that sounds like it's actually kind of a lot of fun i kind of want to try it i'm not i'm not much of a painter even though i'm in the paint business i guess you would say but right i love i love to do creative things and especially new stuff, so maybe that's that'll give me something to do.
1: Something Obviously, to do I do too.
0: Yeah, and I know. <laughs> it,
1: it was kind of like a repurpose. Like I'm, I'm in, um, Goodwill, which is where I buy all my stuff. I'm in Goodwill and I saw a painting. And I was like, dude, I totally want to. I want to snatch that frame up in that piece of glass and then, yeah, you know, art. Art stuff is expensive. Yeah. (laughs) And if you screw something up on canvas and stuff, you know, I mean, I had 15 of them in the back room that I never finished for some reason
0: or another. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. Canvas. Yeah. We have my wife. My wife's the painter of the family and she's got a whole bunch of canvases just laying around because she doesn't do it anymore as much. She used to do it all the time. It was, she's pretty good at it. Um,
1: It's Actually, it's a very weird deal where you have to be in the mood and then I had people say, Hey, I want this and I want this and I want this. And I'm like, now th- then it becomes a job. Yeah. And I really don't want to do it. Yeah. Kind of like the not to pimp my book more than I need to, but
0: um, all the links for Ted's book will be in the description below. Yeah. So I I wrote the second book and contacted
1: Amazon Pro who's doing my publishing stuff. And they were like, We wanna we want to talk about a 10 book deal. And I'm like, no, I mean, it doesn't get me anything, just free, like publishing part of it. But like, I don't even care about that part, but then it becomes a job and it's not fun. And then you have a deadline and then you're stressed and then it's not cool. And you're just,
0: no, a hundred percent. The other channel I have where I would do like, you know, eat hot sauce, cooks corner, all that crap that turned into <clears throat> for a while, trying to put a video out every week for that one year turned into a job, and I hated it. And like Don hated it because I, if we did Cook's Corner, I'd have to have her come film it because I can't film it myself while I'm cooking, right? Right. And I'd be like so stressed out, like it would be like, stop, you know, quit recording. uh and I was kind of like a diva, you know, like I needed to eat a Snickers bar or something, and um. You know, here's a here eat a snickers why because you're kind of acting like a diva right? <laughs> um but you know it, it wasn't and that's why there's not a lot coming out on that channel i'll put out a hot sauce video once a month or something because that's what i enjoy doing so i like i agree with you on that if i had a deadline or something i would hate it you know i sometimes get stressed out about the podcast but i realize that this is more therapy than it is um you know it's not a job was just fun I'm getting to talk to you and have a great time.
1: Right. And I could see every week whether I talk to you or not because I watch your stuff, you know, other stuff. And the, the brandy guy, that's why I contacted you. I was like, dude, this dude is awesome. Right? I love to freaking talk to him, And you were like, yeah, well, let's get up.
0: Yeah, it worked out. It just so happens that we're, you know, we're doing a, a thing and uh, the uh po- his podcast, the one that we're going to do is behind is for his expansive insiders. So that's the... Um, you everybody everyone out here will be able to see clips of it or whatever but if you want to see the whole thing you'll have to become an expansive insider and that's a membership deal over at his uh his thing him and i are talking about doing something together too but that's another story i i just remembered that it just popped it in my head anyway um so yeah brandon brandon thomas from expanding reality if you guys want check this out here's a nice little graphic you can go over to expansivereality.com expandingreality.com let's get it right and become an expansive insider, and there you can check out all the mind melting content that will most certainly melt your brain. Um, or
1: at, at the least, go to YouTube and subscribe
0: to this channel. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. There'll be links. All the links to Brandon Show will be in the bottom for show. All the links for Ted will be below for show. And uh, Ted, so we talked about your book a little bit, but uh, you have a theory that started out kind of as a joke about the weather in Ardmore and how it's controlled <laughs> by the noble corporation or whatever. And, uh, I mean, it, I know it started out as a joke, but is it still a joke or is it kind of turning into like, man, maybe there's something to this or is it still just. It
1: it did start out as a joke kind of. Um, okay. So it did start out as a joke, but you know, I, I have said it so long and it's on, I put it on Facebook every time, you know, the weather starts heading towards Ardmore and stuff, but yeah, we never have really bad storms in Ardmore during business operations of this um scientific place called the nova Foundation. Storms seem to come right up to the edge of Ardmore and break apart and go back together on the other side.
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
1: and I, I, it never fails. I start making fun of it and then I'm like, Look at your radar and people start sending me messages on Facebook. Holy crap, dude. What the hell?
0: Yeah. It happens yeah. that way in San Angelo too, sometimes. Um, but it's only sometimes there. Like like during that freeze, if you go back and watch my YouTube video where I've stuck in the hotel room for eight days, I posted a a, a little screenshot of my my radar or whatever. And I think you introduced me to my radar. Yeah. But and uh but, like, on the third day or whatever, all this snow and ice is coming again. And we're like, oh, God, here it comes. And it just goes right – it just – open as it hits San Angelo, it just opens up and closes right on the other side of it. I was like, holy cow. And I've been in Ardmore when really bad storms have come. And, uh, yeah, they, you know, they went around. Yeah, it's super weird. So, there
1: is a drilling company called the Noble, Noble Drill, And – the parents of this company started Noble Foundation, which is a scientific, agricultural, whatever you want to call it, outside of town here. Um, They built a new part to the building 10, 15 years ago, something like that. Okay. And in the front of the part of this building, there are these three huge copper things that stretch three stories tall, and they built a building around it. <laughs> And oh, there, the, the top of them goes outside, like there's cats okay. on the top of all three. Of them. And and if you want to see this, you can you know type in Noble Foundation on Google Earth and go drive down the road and you can see it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And which got me interested, kind of to see. You know, I watch a whole lot of conspiracy theory shows and stuff. Oh, yeah, and too. I was like, you know, there's that one that they have up in um, Alaska. If you've heard anything about that, I don't
0: know. Maybe
1: it's called harp.
0: Oh yes, yep. Know what you're talking
1: about, right? So that got me looking into it, and it kind of went down a stupid rabbit hole where I'm like, okay, how much static electricity would it take to dissipate clouds? And there's a formula for it. Really? Yes. So I was like, what the hell? But anyway,
0: there's this. Thing it's a this
1: joke thing- still, but it's it's kind of freaky how coincidental it is
0: yeah well I've driven by there uh in real life uh just after you kind of started telling me about it just to look at the building mm-hmm. and you're like there could be something to this <laughs> I, could, so I could totally see it
1: it's not a building I mean it is a compound and across it, the street they have their own hotel that's like six stories tall back off in the woods and they fly people scientists from all over the world into a private airport and they stay in that hotel
0: yeah that's crazy yeah Mark. so i mean
1: what are you doing
0: yeah dude you know what's what's interesting what really ties what we're talking and not necessarily about the noble foundation but i just thought of something what really ties uh, our conversation in together with the 13 is razor 13 used to play the tivoli all the time like uh-huh. that, like 13 years ago, or, or whatever longer than that, like that's we lived it. We would every time we we went out of our way to come up to Ardmore to play that show, and all the people that came to the shows, all the kids, and, and like we had a ballad in one of our ballads. I mean, it was called Life Uncertain, and it's a slow song. Well, it, it picks up, it gets intense, there's a lot of passion in it, but it's still a ballad, and those kids were moshing to it. <laughs> right. I was like, Yeah, Ardmore.
1: It's well, crazy. Is I didn't know you at that time. Yeah. But I worked for Budweiser and no, no. I did all the on premise work, which consisted of doing all the concerts and venues and bars and restaurants and, you know, special events and all that stuff. Yes. And I did not know. I did not know that you played there until we had a conversation several years later, but I've done probably every one of your concerts at Budweiser has to do with Lance. Yeah. Oh
0: dude. Yeah. You're probably right. And you, you, you know, you, you went around Dallas and stuff too. We played around Dallas all the time. Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. We were all over it. We played, if there was a biker festival, man, there was a biker festival in somewhere outside of sulfur or something. You know, the guys that ride around uh, with the yellow uh, vests on their motorcycles, the, they're, they're like Christian bikers. I can't, I don't know mm-hmm. what the name of the thing is. Those guys. Well, the, the, we played with the band called soldier spelled S O U L J U. Which is
1: another crazy coincidence because the guy that played the guitar in that works for where we work now. Really? Yes. Danny McClendon worked for dragon. He's the one that trained me on my job when I first started here. Wow,
0: what a small see! What a small world. I know it's crazy. And uh, the the so we went and played a biker festival with those guys up there. Uh, uh, man, they were so cool. The one of the guitar players, I was just, I, like, okay, you know, whatever religion you want to be, believe in fucking badass, awesome, do it. Uh, but I I'm just expecting like Christian bikers. This doesn't sound like it's going to be fun. <laughs> Guitar player <laughs> greets us as we're pulling in with the band van. He reaches into the back of his truck. And he's like, Welcome, motherfuckers. Fucking praise Jesus, motherfucker. And throws us beer. And I was like, Okay, yes. I, can I can get behind this guy. Like, <laughs> they were a cool band, man. They were they're some they were a good band too. I don't know whatever happened. Um he's good people. He has, you know, I mean,
1: has a family and stuff and has a real job now.
0: Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah, Not really there who's the bass player was the bass player i know who the bass player was i can see his face i can see his girlfriend's face i'm friends with him on facebook dang it why can't i think of his name sorry dude if you're watching like i know we're friends on facebook i'm just having a saturday um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah dude so anyway ardmore is great it's a great town you know it's gotten so much bigger in the last decade Like you guys got stuff uh, now it what i said you guys got stuff now <laughs>
1: like yeah like, and we're fixing to have the first hydrogen plant that's supplying fuel, fuel to
0: SpaceX, like
1: really? three miles from my house.
0: Really? Yeah. Space. Uh, oh, the plant is going to be the plant for space. The plant for the uh, hydrogen for SpaceX is going to be three miles from your house. Yep. Now, why? Why is? Why did they choose Ardmore? Uh, is there a particular reason? Um, because I'm here. No, I that's mean, I, honestly, I don't <laughs> have a clue.
1: I mean, they're they're a company called Wood. Buying energy, I think, or something like that, out of Australia, and yeah, they picked Ardmore of all places to set up. I mean, I thirty five is halfway from Oklahoma City to Dallas, and you know you can get anywhere from here. So that's true. Central U.S.
0: Yeah, right on. So uh, you're you're next to Old Lake Murray, is that right?
1: Yeah, like literally a mile.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. I've been. uh, We went out to the lake when I came to your house the last time. So I always find, like, I'm near Lake Houston, Mm -hmm. and I always find that if there's going to be some type of UFO activity, it's near water, lakes, the the ocean, whatever. Have you seen anything in your crazy journeys on Lake Murray at nighttime (laughs) that would just not... Maybe not, not, a, you know, not an alien spaceship or anything, but just something like. Something I don't know what that explained. was. No, yeah, no,
1: not not on Lake Murray, but as you know, I'm not from Oklahoma. I mean, I was born right down the road, but I'm not from here. I, I pretty much lived everywhere.
0: Yeah,
1: and I would say that I probably have, without sounding like one of the crazy UFO people. I think I've seen some stuff that you probably could not explain and nobody can explain it to me
0: to this day. Yeah. You want to to, uh, indulge us a little?
1: Mainly in in places like Montana and, you know, yeah, Yeah. big sky country, way the hell in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, And to me, if you're going to go looking for people, why not there? I mean, It's not like they're going to land in the middle of the city. They're going to, you know, come test the waters out first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one time we were driving, and I think it was between Salt Lake City, Utah, and probably North Dakota in that stretch of nowhere. And there was this weird cloud-ish shape in the sky, Mm -hmm. and three days it never moved. Really? Yep. And we kept pointing at it. I was like, dude, it's back. What the crap is that? And still my dad there. Like, he's like, I don't know. It's a cloud. I'm like, clouds move. You know, yeah. over the time they dissipate or something. And no, it just kind of hung out and stayed in the exact same spot. Weird. And never once moved. And never changed shape and just kind of stayed there.
0: Weird. Yep. Um it's like it's not like the clouds they got over there over that uh, that train wreck where they're burning off all the fuel. And...
1: <laughs> well, no, problem. no, not like that. <laughs> and and I have I have my theories about why they're doing that. It may differ from everybody else's. Oh my gosh, it's gonna rain down! But you know, right, is right, yeah. it, is it better to burn it off?
0: It was probably gonna explode anyway, so. <laughs>
1: Well, with the mixture of chemicals that they have there, is it better to burn it off and get it out of the ground rather than be in the ground and mix with something else? You
0: yeah, know, I mean, I,
1: I'm not a scientist; I don't know. But I that's know, either, yeah.
0: send it, put it up in the air, and send it down the road, man. You know,
1: fuck, yeah.
0: fuck you know, West let Virginia. <laughs> Let's
1: take the balloon to China.
0: So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That balloon shenanigans. Is a distraction.
1: Oh, and I yeah, don't know. Definitely.
0: I, I don't know from what yet. <laughs> uh,
1: did you see the video where their satellite was over Hawaii shooting lasers down on it, mapping the ground? No. Oh, yeah. Look that up. Okay. Like this dude was on top of um, the mountain where they have the uh, telescopes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he was videoing. And all of a sudden this freaking green laser comes from outer space and just starts doing the matrix thing all over the land and then disappears. And he has it on video. I mean, like you can look it up on YouTube.
0: So what do I type in like China laser map of Hawaii or something?
1: Is I guarantee one? if you type anything along those, it'll come up. So he calls, he calls, I guess because he's part of NOAA or whatever he yeah, calls. Yeah, yeah. And ask NASA, you know, do you have a freaking satellite up in the space, you know, up in space over us doing whatever? And they're like, Yeah, it's probably um satellite, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they come back and they're like, No, we at the time that you took this video did not have a freaking satellite. Well, the only satellite that was in orbit above Hawaii at that time was a Chinese satellite, which is also they're saying, Yes, it was our satellite, and we're doing weather observation. Really? So you have balloons floating around over U.S. airspace, and you have a satellite mapping the ground with lasers, and that's all weather
0: stuff. Yeah, those dudes are ready to take over. You know, yeah. like I and better I'm learn like,
1: Mandarin real quick.
0: I'm telling you, dude. Like I was sitting there thinking about this yesterday. Or you know, I, I it takes me an hour to drive to to if I'm going to Liberty. It takes me an hour to drive there, an hour to drive back. Pretty much, basically, forty five mm-hmm. minutes if it's a good traffic day. great hamburger place by the way yeah oh yeah (laughs) they uh the um the 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 amount of time i have to think about things like this is probably too much and i sometimes i travel and i just don't listen to the radio Uh, and i was thinking about this on friday i was like if they join forces with like let's say russia or, or just well yeah russia like we're going to have a work cut out for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we they already own us. Like, we're already in debt $32 trillion or whatever the debt clock's at now. But, like, they already own us.
1: Yeah, but you know that it's... First of all, I'm not scared of Russia in the least little bit. Yeah, they if can't seem to hold stuff together. Yeah, if you can't fight Ukraine, who has no freaking military, and invade that little piece of crap country that used to be yours, then yeah. you can't invade anybody right and i i read oh wednesday i think that 90 percent of their military is on the ground in ukraine now and they're yeah, not they've got
0: anything. they've got no yeah there's that there's nothing protecting the homeland <laughs>
1: yeah so yeah china go ahead and be buddies with them cats i mean that doesn't get china scares the shit out
0: china scares me too
1: and not because we were in debt to them because i mean i think their gdp is is probably going to crumble if we don't buy crap from them because i think we're their number one number one buyer of all their crap and i oh, think yeah. it's like by 60% to the next person so
0: if we could e- if we could just start making stuff in america again uh and just stop buying shit from them they they would crumble they got too many people and they wouldn't have any money to support them. Yeah, the whole thing
1: is just really strange, though. I mean, they they rely on us for to buy their stuff and to make our stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, 90% of their factories are dedicated to crap for the U.S. Some, in some I, way.
0: I'm, I'm almost 100% sure everything I'm surrounded by was made in China. Like, <laughs> I, mean, like I don't know that for a fact, but...
1: Uh, it, it's funny, I was watching an episode of Yellowstone
0: and oh, yeah, the guy I walked in. Show.
1: The guy walked into a uh, store and he was looking at all this Indian stuff and he picked picked this Indian headdress up and it said made China.
0: Yep. This says I'm blind and it's dark in here. It doesn't look dark in here on your screen, but it's dark in here. We got a good cam well, an okay camera. Then we get the old old uh Sears here.
1: Made and listening to you from China.
0: Yeah, it doesn't say sure.com. It probably says it on the device somewhere. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, we here's your awesome mic, but um, we have listening devices built into it. <laughs> right. I mean, I have plugged it in, the
1: hardware downloads, and now we have a direct line to your, your house.
0: Well, I mean, they already do. If you have TikTok or have ever downloaded TikTok, it's just. It's in your, it's already on your phone. Even if you delete TikTok, you're screwed. you ruined your, you've ruined, you've ruined you, they can, if they wanted to, listen in on you. And I have TikTok. I have two accounts. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, you can say what you want about conspiracy theories and stuff, but if you don't think that TikTok and um, Facebook and Google itself and all that crap's not listened to you, have a conversation about a product and then oh, yeah. hit on Google or Facebook and start 100%. looking for an ad.
0: A hundred percent. No, they're listening to you and you agree to it. When mm-hmm. that long list of shit pops up, you just hit okay. Cause you're fuck. I want to just, I want to get to the thing. Who cares? Nobody reads it. And then the people who do read it pretty much still click okay anyway, cause you can't use the app unless you agree. All right. right. And then now, you know, I, um, leather pants i would love to buy some leather pants so now in a couple of hours i'm gonna have like leather pants on every because if you go through instagram instagram's owned by facebook so all my friends who quit facebook and went to instagram you're it's the same thing it's just pictures but um and i can still
1: post stories to your crap so i mean i'm still
0: talking to you Oh yeah. And the messenger's the same now too. Like there it's, it's like all interwoven, but like the, uh, now every third, I think it's every third picture of your friends or whatever, every third post after that, then it's an ad. And right. I don't remember it being that way when it started, but man, there's so many ads you're bombarded with and it knows what you want to look at because like you said, it's listening to us and we live in a really weird time. And, <laughs> Like and they and have then,
1: an algorithm that that is dedicated to what you're doing at all times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh the AI stuff that's going on is uh like these AIs dreaming or painting pictures, like you like oh. you, I'm sure you've seen that. Like we asked the an AI to paint war pigs, and it's like these pigs wearing army hats and having a cigar in their mouth and like guns over their shoulders. And you're like, holy crap, or like if you look up, a- like everybody do this, type in, uh, AI draws demons.
1: Like oh yeah, that is
0: fucking disturbing.
1: <laughs> I, I, as you know, I'm in the cars. I mean, I love automobile oh, yeah. and stuff. Look up AI designs cars. Really? Okay. Oh yeah, like that'll take you down a rabbit hole.
0: I I love rabbit holes. <laughs> AI designs cars. Yeah. No, the scare. Okay. So here's the thing. And I don't know if anybody else has this, but you know, when you watch like Google deep dream, or is it d- deep dream or, or, it's like where you see moving pictures and it's basically like Google's thinking, but visualized. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like this mind melting thing and, and you kind of move through it. And it's like an acid trip. And, um, uh, the, I recently in years, right before I fall asleep, like I'm notorious that if I'm at the Liberty Plant I'm taking a nap. I go to my truck for lunch, I take a nap. I don't eat, I just nap. Cuz I fucking love naps. I'm like I'm my dad's <laughs> son, what can I say? But like right before I'm about to actually fall asleep, I start seeing pictures and things forming behind my eyes almost. Like like the the dream things coming. And I don't know if I'm just like I took too much fucking acid in high school or what, but like it never that never happened before. It's just, it's just a new thing now, and it's weird because I can like, I watch things morph into stuff, and the only thing I can uh, relate it to is that Google, like Deep Dream or whatever it was called thing where things are morphing it like you'll see people and then it'll morph into like an animal or if i'm having a bad day it could be like a devil or it could be a lizard or a witch or what i mean it just it could be anything a dinosaur and i don't know what the fuck that is like have you does that happen to you <laughs> like yes okay good i'm not alone yeah you're not alone in that one i wonder what is that is that
1: on your way i don't know I, I almost think it has something to do with the uh um something to do with your brain your eye you're still awake so your eyes are still seeing but your eyes are closed and right it's probably trying to think kind of visualize for
0: you maybe and color and it's like when you walk into like have you ever been in like the, the some caverns or a dark cave and they turn the lights off in there and they're like this is what absolute darkness looks like and you're your mind just starts, even mm-hmm. though your eyes are open. Your mind starts trying to form things. Hmm. Do you get the? Uh, you ever start falling asleep, and then all of a sudden you're like, like you just, <laughs> just oh, yeah. before you fall asleep. So like that's they call it something. I've googled it before. I'm like, what? Am I the only person that gets this? But it's apparently it's like an instinct thing. Mm-hmm. Like some some people believe it's left over from like when we were monkeys, and so we didn't fall out of a tree. What the hell? Like because if you're sitting up in a tree and you fall asleep, you just <laughs> fall out of the fucking tree. Don't fall out of the tree, monkey. Now I don't know if that's if that's true or not, but that it does it is some type of an instinct thing, and that happens to me a lot. Most of the time, mostly mostly if I'm gonna take a nap. Like if I'm going to bed at nighttime, it doesn't really happen that often. But sleep's a fucking weird thing, man.
1: Okay. Well, let, let, let me say something. I don't know if I buy into the Theory because it's not a fact, it's a theory still that we came from freaking monkeys. I don't buy that shit.
0: If we came from monkeys,
1: why are there still monkeys? Right. And, you know, we we can find fossils of, you know, a humanoid species, you know, fact are not fossils, but, you know, bones and crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at some point in time, you would think that we would find fossils of or you know something of monkeys and some type of something in between there, and there's not,
0: yeah, there's no missing link. I mean, unless it's Bigfoot and, uh, and they're like <laughs> Neanderthal,
1: okay? Well, you know, there's different types of monkeys. So who's to say that that wasn't just a different type of you know human species that didn't freaking survive?
0: Well, and uh, there's evidence now that like the the that you know hum the Homo sapiens and Neanderthals were totally fucking. <laughs> like they were, like they, like they were interbreed So, like we probably we have, you know, you, you see some humans that look a little uh-huh uh, Neanderthalish. You know, uh-huh. like mm-hmm, you're still here. I get yeah, it. Yeah, we need to do a DNA
1: test on you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> that big ass forehead kind of gives it away.
0: Yeah, like I know, like look at the Mayans, like just the just like the the Mayan depictions of themselves and I don't know, I haven't looked at a Mayan skull so I don't, but like the depictions of themselves, they look kind of Neanderthalish, you know, like right. they draw themselves with a big forehead, a big nose and I, I don't know if they look like that or if that was just an art style
1: but uh, Yeah, what can I draw in a rock? How yeah, can right, I draw? Right. Well, this yeah. is it. That's the
0: only way to know how. Well, they, dude, they apparently they, they seem to be more technologically advanced than even like the um the egyptians and like they've got they 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 had a lot going they had, they had water pressure you know, they, right. they they, they were, those guys were crazy and then they all just vanished
1: i just Wait, don't understand why there are uh, if you yeah, want to see something really weird, weird.
0: yeah uh, please
1: google this shit go google handbag in different civilizations. Handbag. Yes, I know it sounds retarded, but Google it, and you can see it in the exact same handbag in the Mayan carvings and the Egyptian carvings and um, who are the people in Turkey or whatever. Um, yeah, there's like seven or eight different civilizations that all carved you know, in the stone and stuff. And it's in every single civilization. Every one of them. And it's not like it's a different bag. It looks identical in every single every single civilization around the world. All at the same time. And it's like, what the hell is that?
0: There's there's just so much stuff that we don't know. And and like the um the, what do you, not the scholars, the historians, the 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 people that are controlling the narratives to some of this stuff is like mm-hmm. like why like they won't even they won't even if you bring something like that up to them they'll be like, oh no no coincidence you know that's there's no uh, way and you can't talk you can't even talk to them. I mean it's not just not just the historians. I mean you go all the way into like the geologists, the um you know just the different types of scientists you have that's almost like they're all they've been taught this is the way and this is the only way it could have possibly happened and for whatever reason like they won't entertain even try to entertain that maybe this handbag is so you know they maybe everybody was connected all over the world somehow and they all had the same type of uh handbag <laughs> like there's I somebody was talking, yeah know, the something. laptop something like these uh you know
1: the, civilization. Egypt didn't leave, Egyptians didn't leave, they weren't like across the sea sea seafaring people, right? Right. So how are there pyramids in Egypt and pyramids in the Mayan culture and pyramids in, you know, Mexico and pyramids in, you know, five or six other places Uh, around the freaking world at the same point in civilization?
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, how did they get there? How did everybody decide to design the same freaking thing at the same time?
0: Yeah, and I think if you, like, draw a line, but, I mean, we're on a sphere, so if you draw a line from any point on a sphere, but I don't know, like, if you draw a line from Egypt, like, on some, there's some, I don't, you know, you're going to catch me saying it wrong, but I think I saw somebody plotted a line from the three pyramids all the way over to the Mayan temples and, and through something else and I think it aligns up with some stars or something like that. Y'all have to Google it. I'm probably butchering that, but I, I do remember seeing something like that and it was super cool.
1: Well, don't worry. Cause I, most of the stuff I tell you I've read somewhere and I'm probably butchering it too. So you probably have to go look it up for yourself, but the, I can guarantee you, you'll find the freaking handbag. There. It's super oh, weird. Wait. Yeah. Um. Some guy, I, I don't even know. I was probably 12 or 13 years old was telling me about this and I didn't give it a second thought for you know 30 freaking years yeah. and all of a sudden I saw a whole documentary of it on TV and I was like oh that dude knew what he was talking about
0: <laughs>
1: he wasn't alley crackhead that was just out off his rocker
0: yeah that's awesome uh dude that's so great I love having this conversation with you and we're we're gonna have to save some stuff for tomorrow um well no we don't have to save nothing this is my show
1: yeah we screw then
0: what um, dude I think tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun so everybody over here who's listening to this I'm sure by the time this comes out uh Brandon's episode with us will be on, up and on the expandingreality.com so you can go check out more stuff with us and some other really cool content creators and authors uh and that, that'll be fun as I'll get out anyway back to what we were talking about um well actually not back to what we were talking about but it's kind of back to what we were talking about. So we mentioned Neanderthals, we mentioned the missing link, and then I mentioned Bigfoot for a second. So there are plenty of Bigfoot sightings in Oklahoma. Like oh, good lord! There's like, teams ridi- of
1: hunters and crap everywhere.
0: Yeah, like a ridiculous amount. One time, driving down, what is that highway seventy-seven? Mm-hmm. So from the from where we work to the hotel, there's this. You know this it's the old highway and I swear to God I saw a bear like a black bear like and I don't I didn't think they were this that far west or or whatever I thought they were more easterly in Oklahoma but I was driving, it was in the morning and I had to go back to the hotel for some reason and I was going back to the hotel and I saw this thing it ran from one side it was right out of some like a little patch of trees and it hauled out it was the fastest i mean it was the fastest thing i've ever seen it was like and it was on all fours so that's why i I, it was blurry and black i immediately thought bigfoot because that's just the type of person i am but uh (laughs) but but it was i'm assuming it was a black bear but i wonder how many times black bears get
1: i'm not assuming it was a black bear i'm assuming it was a very large oversized freaking pig Oh, you guys got...
0: It could have been. Oh, it was huge. It was huge. Everywhere.
1: They're really... I mean, okay. Like, North Texas and Southern Oklahoma's pig capital of the world. So.
0: Dude, they were so... It, this thing was so big. That's why I immediately went to bear. And it was so fast. I mean, I have... We got pigs out here, uh, you know, but they're... The boars don't get... They don't get that big. You know, like they're...
1: And it could have been... A- it could have been something. I'm not saying it was, but that's where my mind goes initially.
0: Uh yeah, sure. I mean we're we're getting the black bears in Texas, in East Texas, though. Um mm-hmm. I think one made its way in somebody found one in the hill country not very long ago. So like I don't know how that happened. But oh, hell, the red wolves are coming back too. So I mean it's a very interesting time. It's like we get we're gaining more people and losing land, but animals are coming back for some reason.
1: I, have you, side note here, have you seen the video that released yesterday of on Facebook Shorts or YouTube or whatever the crap you watch, um, of the lady who had a security camera in her backyard, and this wolf walks on one side and goes behind this freaking truck or whatever's parked there, and you can see it's a little under the truck, and it comes out, and it's a whole different color and a whole different size when it comes out the other side what oh yeah it's crazy no i, was like, I
0: have not seen that
1: i had a forward and rewind about 15 times i'm like i can explain this um uh,
0: i can't maybe i can't
1: this. explain this
0: i'm gonna have to look that up too um the uh you know we were talking you were mentioned galveston earlier and mm-hmm. um actually galveston has a, a, a sizable coyote um habit i don't know infestation i don't know what you call it you know population there it is yeah uh, we sizable. have a sizable population here too okay well the the coyote they they caught a few because they're huge and they're like why are these coyotes so freaking big and they've got they're mixed with red wolves uh? so they've got they're half wolf and uh because they, yeah they did their the whole dna thing and that's like that's it's just on galveston island hmm. i don't know how how that works
1: Did you I know there's a there's a uh, they call it the intercoastal waterway. There's a little island, little island chain behind a restaurant called uh stingrays stingrays I'm probably butchering the name, somebody's going to get mad, but whatever. Anyway, if you're sitting back there eating, you can look across and there's cows on that freaking island. Really? Like, how the hell did and that happen? They're like, they tell you the story, the hurricane, blah, 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 many years ago, and they left them there. And they're like, yeah, just leave them. Yeah, and apparently, the they're thriving. They're like, and it's not a very big island. Or I guess it's pretty long, but it's not real wide. Yes. can just walk up and down this freaking island and eat all the time. Wow. Hey, I got a good bear story for you, though.
0: Okay, I like bear stories.
1: <laughs> I uh, again, I lived a bunch of places, and I'm I have never seen a grizzly or a Kodiak, whatever you call it, up close. Yeah. And I was I was living in Northwest Montana at the time and we were picking things called huckleberries. Huckleberries are a real thing if you don't know they're actually a freaking
0: bear. I'll be your huckleberry.
1: Yeah, I'm your huckleberry.
0: There's a conspiracy and, theory about that too. We'll get into it later
1: And we were we we're picking huckleberries and the whole town's out here just like it's huckleberry picking season and you know there's a hundred people out here picking huckleberries in this big thicket you know, for a lack of a better term, up on the side of this this mountain. And this freaking grizzly bear raises its head up in the middle of this patch, and I'm telling you, it's less than 50 yards from
0: me. Yeah.
1: I had a panic attack and, like, wanted to run, and then I in my mind, I'm thinking, don't run, because that's the first thing they tell you. Play dead. Don't do it. And the lady next to me is like, oh, don't worry about him. He's just here eating just like we're picking berries. He ain't worried about you. I'm like, no. I dropped my little basket, and I was yeah. down five miles of that trail and waited in the car until the people got back.
0: Yeah, 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 dude. I mean, so, like, how tall, like, 12 feet tall? Like, those things are huge, right?
1: Yeah, and, and you know, I was pretty young, so it was probably taller than I can imagine now. But I'm thinking, you know, like, freaking 12, 15 feet tall. And, yeah, you know, I saw his claws, wow. and I was like, oh, no, no, I'm out. I don't want to be the ex, the I don't want to be his next meal because I'm slower. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Fuck you. you know, I don't I'm have to out. be, I
1: don't <laughs> have to, I don't have to be the fastest. I just have to be you. That's right. And I was pretty small and I'm pretty sure I wasn't meeting anybody. So
0: I've never seen one up close. I, I think I've seen one in a zoo or whatever. Uh, I've seen polar bears in a zoo and I, I think they're similar sizes or bigger, but like, it's always sad to see polar bears in a fucking zoo in Houston, Texas. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> They're like, it's hot here, dude. To me, like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> um, yeah, zoos. I mean, zoos are cool because you get to go see these animals up close. But also, it just sucks. It's like my, like, I love uh, my dog Maisie. She's a cattle dog. Love her to death. She's fantastic. She's become part of the family. I can't wait to get a, a bigger a, a house with a little bit more land so she can run around. She's got a decent place. But she paces the fence like a like a zoo creature, you know, because she's she needs to she needs a job. She's a cattle dog like she's supposed to be herding cattle.
1: I saw this little clip and she was just making fun of her dog. But I was like, wait a second. Her dog goes to the window or and looks outside all the time. And she was like, so you're telling me that the whole reason you're at the window and looking outside is because we kidnapped you from your family and you're waiting for somebody to rescue
0: you
1: <laughs> I was like that sad wait a second that's horrible that's probably what they're freaking thinking
0: yeah oh no well I got lucky with Maisie uh, she was you know dying at the Liberty plant in, uh, right so she and I got her out of the heat and out of all them fleas and ticks So I think she's a little grateful but she's also like I'm so bored right
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and you probably never get the all the I want to go find out the next thing out of a dog that's, you know, been on the run or whatever. Oh we God. found our dog. She's running around here somewhere. We didn't find her, a friend of mine found her and called us and I was like, I don't want a dog and he found her on the road and okay. went, got her shaved and all that stuff. And I was like, I don't want a dog. So I called Carrie and we had both kids were pretty young. And we got out of the car, and I was like, look, if this dog doesn't like us, if it doesn't come up to us, we're just not going to get this freaking dog. And, yeah. of course, it jumps out of the freaking car and runs, and it's like, oh, my new home. I love you. And uh, now she runs the house, and everything revolves around her.
0: Oh, 100%, dude. Yeah,
1: She's it's... like seven. I don't know how old she is. I think they guessed her at two years old when we found her. Sure. Okay. And we've had her for 12 years so somewhere in the 14 to 16 year yeah. old. Range.
0: Yeah. Oh, good life. Good life so far. Right on. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. She's been on vacation everywhere. Been to Galveston,
0: seen the cows. The, uh, the, my, my wife's grandmother, she had a dog called Mighty Mo. And he, if you've ever seen a picture of my dog, JJ, Mighty Mo was the, the, the spitting image of JJ. They're the same Chihuahua, you know, or whatever. Uh, the exact same dog. And that dog lived to be 23. Oh, Crazy. I, I, I've heard of cats living that long. You know, I had a cat that lived 18 years. But freaking 23. I guess smaller dogs can sometimes. You got to be in that right. You got to be in that Goldilocks zone. You know, if you're too small, you die after a few years. If you're too big, you die after a few years. But if you get right in that small spot, that 13-pound spot, you live for a long time. I,
1: I, I'm multiplying here on my phone. That's 154 in dog years.
0: <laughs> mighty Mo, mighty. Yeah, he was. That was, a, that was a. I never met that dog, but yeah, 23 years. That's crazy. A crazy amount of time for a dog. Um, 23
1: is old for a freaking dog.
0: old for a human. In, in the medieval times, you're like granddad at that point. Yeah. Um, why aren't you married? You're 14. You should have five kids by now. Yeah have a house and working you know the <laughs> Monty Python movies uh-huh they're all like digging in the dirt and stuff like you're not my king um and I want I'm glad we don't live in many different times. I'm glad we have air conditioning.
1: oh yes yeah, dear Lord I was born in the right time I promise you yeah 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 <laughs> I I no. have I have been very 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 poor and lived in some shit places. Yeah, with with my father that traveled all the time, and sure. for a little while we lived in a camper. And, and I remember it had, and when I say camper, like one of those old seventy pull behind your car camper things. Oh yeah, and two of the windows were broke out of it when he bought it, and they had um, plywood or something, you know, screwed on to the front yeah. of it. And we lived in that thing for like two years. Wow! Wow! Nice. And I remember if we were, I don't remember if we were in northern Oklahoma or Kansas, Wyoming. It was one of those weird places. And I remember going to sleep in the camper, and my bed was right up next to the wall. And my
0: butt froze to the wall. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I woke up crying. I was like, I'm stuck to the freaking wall. Oh my! So like you sweat in your sleep or whatever. Yes, exactly. And And my butt
1: came out from under the cover and it freaking froze to the damn wall. Oh my gosh! (laughs) What's funny is my my I don't talk to my dad very often or whatever you know, and he vividly remembers that. Like he makes fun of that all the time when I did talk to him.
0: I mean, you know, it is pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: it wasn't for as traumatic. it,
0: It was probably not funny to you when it was happening, but like makes for a great story now. now yeah yeah now it's great i just problem is now i'm picturing your butts frozen to a, the wall of a camper. <laughs> i mean it's great now but
1: i mean it had, i think it might have been wyoming because it was dead of winter and it was like so cold and i was, be, like, hated right? going outside
0: yeah it had to be man uh that it gets so freaking cold up there Dude, and the weather's, man, speaking of cold, like the weather's doing some weird stuff up north, you know, like mm-hmm. 85 mile per hour winds blowing off the Rockies. And then down here, it's like 80 degrees.
1: I, I talked to our plant, Noah, up there, and he was like, oh, he's coming up this week? It's minus 18 degrees, and there's 11 inches of snow overnight. I'm like, no, no, I have no need for that bull crap.
0: Not happening, man. Uh, I, I
1: escaped the north and came back to the south, and I'm not going back up there unless I'm forced.
0: See, I think that, like, I'm at an age where I still love the cold, I st- I'm, but I don't love the cold. I don't love cold, cold. I like I like 50 and 60 degrees. Like, that's where I want to live. In my life, I'm cool. with That's my favorite temperature, because I get to put on a jacket. I get to put on a blanket, you know, a, 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 a thicker blanket at nighttime and get to cuddle up with the wife. I like that kind of cold. Um, but when you start getting up into Wyoming and it's negative three and it's mm-hmm. and it snowed fucking 12 fucking feet overnight and you walk out and you can't see the doorway anymore. I, I don't think that I would really enjoy that on a regular basis.
1: <laughs> no, I, I have been in places where, you know, it was the normal thing to drive a snowmobile to school because there are no roads. Anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, I don't I don't think I was built for this weather and. And 50 degrees where you live and minus 10 where they live, because it's so dry up there, is about the same freaking thing. And people don't understand. They're like, it's a dry cold. Carrie can attest to this. We went to New Mexico one time and, you know, it's snowing and we went up there to ski, you know, or watch our friends ski and stuff. They had a house up there and you just have a jacket on. Yeah. And here at 40 degrees, you have, an undershirt, an overshirt, a shirt over that, a jacket and gloves.
0: And yeah, I
1: don't I don't much care for cold in Oklahoma because of the humidity weather so high. Sure,
0: right. The the guys from Provo um I can't remember exactly which ones they were, but I've heard the story Like Darren Wilson came down and Mark Peterson came down and I don't know, maybe some others. And they came to the Liberty plant and they saw, they looked at the weather and they were like, Oh, it's only going to be 46 degrees. Like (laughs) they're like, that's great. And they came down here and they were like, Holy cow. And they froze their butts off because that humidity gets in underneath your clothes. And you're just like, yeah. I mean, 40, 50 degrees with this humidity is, It's very cold. It ain't the same.
1: Wherever I was in the world at the time, or in the U.S. at the time, I would come back to Oklahoma during the summer times and and sometimes spend summers with my my grandma that lived here in Arkansas. Yeah. And I remember one time I got on a Greyhound by myself, which was probably stupid. You know, you wouldn't let your nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid get on a Greyhound and come to Oklahoma. Right. Um. I remember it was a three-day trip, so it had to be it had to be quite a ways away, you know, Washington State or Virginia or somewhere like that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I came down here and it was minus twenty when I left there. Oof. And I got here and it was forty three degrees and it was misting outside. And I thought it was like the worst freaking thing in the world. So my grandmother got to me and picked me up. I was like, I don't have enough clothes for this one. And I came from the freaking
0: Arctic. Right. Yeah. You thought you didn't pack warm enough. You thought it was going to warm up when you got down South. All right, Ted, thank you so much for coming on the show. I can't wait for tomorrow's show on expanding reality. Everybody go check out. I'm a little otter at Amazon. And is there any place else they can get it?
1: Uh, Currently? No, but breaking news. Target picked it up. Really? I signed the stuff for target a couple of days ago and um, they still have to decide if they're going to carry it or not, but I signed their stupid contract. And
0: hey, that's I awesome. We'll so, that. so maybe coming to target soon, but yeah. for right now, Amazon, all the links, Ted will be in the description below. Ted, thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait for tomorrow's. I'm not expanding reality. And I hope you come back to the show and we can chat some more because we always have such great conversations. Anytime, bro. All right, man. Well, everybody, this has been The 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, evening, night, whatever. See y'all on the next one.
1: The government records me all the
0: time. I don't care. The government, China. Alexa. Alexa. Oh, dude, Alexa picks up on things. It's crazy. I I know, know
1: right?